The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. What have you said to me recently? Recently. The boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning, and if you want to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Top of the page here, you'll see the the two shows. Uh, Bradley's from the previous day is on the left side. You can click on that, and you can see it up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and um, you can... Uh, uh, play that up until then. Then he'll be live in that area right there at the top of the page. If you want to watch the show this morning, that's on the right. Just click on the play button, and you should be good to go. And uh, join us in there. And then blow it up on whatever device you got. Bottom right-hand corner, it'll say Rumble. Click on that. You can join us in the chat. And also, we're streaming live on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page. 
DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, and then also uh, if you've got a Roku device, we're on there at Cutting Edge TV. You can catch us there. And again, some other people are picking us up and putting us out on different platforms. Some of the platforms we have, if you're watching by way of the video channel, you'll find scrolling across the bottom. So that's that's how you can find us there. Also, <clears throat> at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, be sure to sign up for our email newsletter. Now, you get one of those a day. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it, so you don't have to worry about that. And uh, that comes in the evening. That includes the morning show archive. So everything we're going to talk about today, uh, the things I'm going to point out with with some of these articles that we have at sonsoflibertymedia.com, as well as the video and the podcast, will all be there. Also, if you want to support us, if you agree with our message, you like us on Internet, radio, and out among the people teaching our Christian and constitutional heritage, then please consider supporting us. We we do what we do because you guys support us doing it. And there's a donate button here. You can make a one-time donation, top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also there. And then our store is available. Now, we don't really make any money on the store to, to provide for the ministry. A lot of that stuff is ideas you guys have. We put it out there so you can start conversations up so that the Lord can use you in the sphere of influence where he has put you. And this week, we're highlighting the Sons of Liberty dog tags. Now, these this these images just don't do them justice, okay? Um, I've showed you the ones <clears throat> that I have here, and they're literally, you know, hanging on, uh, hung, hanging on with my father's dog tags there. You can see those on the back. But the, the what they have, oh, excuse me. These are these are really high quality. You can see my dad's are made out of almost like aluminum. These are high quality metal. They come in silver and black, and um, they're they're really nice. Uh, especially if you got some young people in your life, you want to give them something that will give them hope and point them in the right direction. Pick these up. They're normally eight dollars each, but this week only through Saturday night at midnight. You can get these uh, for 10% off when you use the promo code LOVE. Promo code LOVE gets you 10% off. Get as many as you want, and uh, we'll get them out to you just as soon as we can. Now, I want to make, real quick before I bring our guest on, just make mention of some of the art, uh, articles that we put up on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And these are very, very interesting here. First of all, uh, we've got a New York nurse whistleblower on, a botched, co- on botched COVID shots, the administration of them. On children. Some people got the wrong one. Imagine that. I'll bet it's more than some. I'll bet it's like a bunch. Like nobody should be taking these things. They're experimental. And they're not being given informed consent. And now they're pushing them on the children, just like the sodomite agenda, just like everything else, the education agenda. They all direct right down to our children. Why? If you can control the children, you control the next generation. And this is why we have to start teaching our kids ourselves. We have to start training our kids ourselves, and we have to be the example to uh, to them that God said w- that we should be in Deuteronomy six. First, we have to have His commands in our heart. Then we have to teach them to our kids, so that we remain a free people. If we don't, as Thomas Jefferson said, uh, you can't expect to remain free and ignorant together. Okay, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, Fauci and other criminals in a panic mode over the rise of the quote anti vaxxers Good, because we should be resisting their dangerous religion, and it is a religion. It's called scientism. They don't have to produce anything to prove that their theories work. They just have to tell you they're safe and effective, whether they are or not, and you have to believe it on faith. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, as the first thousand trucks arrive in Ottawa, that little pedophile, Islamist, tranny, Justin Trudeau, 
conveniently isolates himself due to COVID exposure. Yeah, right. He's soiling his britches is what he's doing because that's a thousand trucks there, and they're expecting fifty or sixty thousand or more by the weekend. Okay, this is this has nothing to do with uh, the Convid 1984. It has to do with he sees what's coming, and uh, I wish some of those guys might you know deal with him the way our founding fathers dealt with him. Anyway, last one here. This is precious. Now, I'm going to play this, and then we're going to get right to our guest, okay? Canadian children have been calling in, leaving messages for Canadian truckers in the convoy. Thank you for fighting for our freedom. Even the little kids, they can't, I know, I know they don't understand all of it, but they see people standing, and kids want to see heroes. They want to see real-life heroes. Yeah, they're fascinated with superheroes and Marvel comics and all, but they want to see real men be heroes to them, to do something that matters, to give them something to follow in the example of. And so I just want to play this. It's only a couple of minutes. Take a listen at these kids, as those of you on the video platform will see some of the, the, the truckers here. Here it comes. And just hang out with friends and family, go to the beach. Go. I'm just going to go have fun, truckers, and thank you all. Thank you, truckers. Hi, my name is Gabriel. I'm from Manitoba. I'm turning 13 year, years old tomorrow, and I just wanted to say best birthday gift ever, having you guys fighting for us. I am so glad for you, truckers. You rock. Hi, my name is Matthew. I'm 12 years old, and I'm from Alberta, and I just want to say you guys are awesome. Keep on trucking. Good night, truckers. Thank you. To see the Canada, truckers. I got a little guy here that wants to say something to the truckers. Hi, my name is Six. I'll go truckers. Have a good night. God bless. Hello, I'm Kalia. I'm 10 years old. I come from Manitoba. I just wanted to thank you guys for what you did. I'm praying for you. I love you guys. Hi, my name is AJ. And I'm eight years old, and I would just like to say thank you for all you guys do. My mom always says, um, you got it, a truck brought it. Thank you, truckers, for standing up for us. And I am eight years old. And thank you for anything you do. I'm Austin and the Mac Mine, and be glad you're doing those Put up the truck seat. And I grab I the one drum handle and I, I really love you when you're doing it. Thank you for fighting for my freedom. Good night. Thank you, truckers. Thank you, truckers, for being our heroes. This is Shiana from Pincher Creek, Alberta. We love you. I work at a daycare and I have a five-year-old son. You're doing more than giving us back our freedom. You're giving the children back their childhood. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hi, my name is Clara from Drum Heller. And have a nice drive. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, look, I, I, if that doesn't warm your heart, uh, you don't have one. Okay. That, it, I, I think it's great. They took the time. Maybe their parents encouraged them. Fine. That's good, parents. Teach them to be thankful. That's a good thing. Some of you are probably wondering why I have this, uh, this uh, the King George English flag kind of deal, right? This was my Christmas present from Kate this past Christmas. And uh, we have a special guest on. 
Uh, this gentleman is the head of the English Constitution Party. Apparently, he's got a big name over there, a large following of people who want to get back to the law, okay, that was founded upon the law of God. It wasn't devoid from that. And he is he has established this this uh, English Constitution Party. I think he's starting to ma- make a lot of people nervous with that, which is good. We want to make those who are corrupt nervous. We don't want to fear them. We want them to fear us. And of course, I can't say us for the English there, but trust me, I, um, I I'm in full support of of all those people who are against tyranny and who are uh, for the law of liberty. The Bible calls the law of God the law of liberty. Why? It punishes the wicked and it praises the good those who do good. Why? So that we can live at peace instead of under tyranny. And so I want to welcome to the Sons of Liberty uh, my new friend, Graham Moore. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good to have you. And uh, and and like I said, Kate says throw that on. You'll you'll give. Uh, gr- I'm sorry, that's my um, power meter going off there. Somebody's printing something or something in the house. Uh, she says throw that flag up there. You'll win, Grand over, Graham over immediately. So I guess that makes us fast friends that way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Graham. So what's going on over there in merry old England and why the need? You know, we talk about here at the Sons of Liberty, we have Democrats and Republicans and all this stuff. And, you know, John Adams, our second president, said he he feared this great evil that the system would be divided in two great parties with their heads over there. And you basically have this idolatry and nobody's following the law. And, and we get a WWE match. They give us kind of, you know, throw us the bones of what we want to hear, but then they go and they go about their lawless ways. Both parties do this. And I'm sure that you guys, you guys have several parties over there in England too, but you only have one law. It's like here, we only have one constitution. It ain't a Democrat one. It ain't a Republican one. It's one constitution and it's hard to get people to grasp the idea that both parties are selling us out over here. We need to adhere to the law. And if the guys that we think are the good guys or are supposed to be on our side violate it, we've got to call them back to the law. Why is there a need for the English Constitution Party? What are you hoping to achieve? And how did that come about? Well, you've asked a number of good questions there. So the, so the first thing for people to understand, especially in America, you've just played some parts from Canada. Uh, So so let me just first explain to people, because I think people are not really aware, many people are not aware of what the War of Independence in America is about. And it wasn't about, it didn't start off about independence. It was because predominantly English migrants to the Americas were attacked by the British and they stood up, those English migrants and others who was with them, and said "We said to the British, we want the same rights as an Englishman. And the British said no. So what people in America don't realise is the British have not always been here. They're actually a supranational state, no different to the USSR, no different to uh, Yugoslavia, no different to the European Union. It is one of the former... Um, political unions which is exactly what it is it isn't a real it isn't a real state right so the acts of union occurred in 1706 1707 70 years later they attacked the americans 
Um, so they'd only been established literally, you know, 70 years, and they're already on the warpath. The English have been a nation and a country since 927, right? And we, from 927, we have been one nation under God. So the problem that we've got is that the British have took control of England. It is in effect, and I want people to listen very carefully to what I'm saying here. England is the last significant colony of the British Empire. It is the sixth largest economy in the world. The British citizenship doesn't really exist. Once you void the Acts of Union, which is between Scotland and England, only those two nations contained in a single island of Great Britain. So a lot of people don't understand the history of it. Once they act, because they've never been taught the real history of actually what happened. So getting back uh, to that, if you, what you've got to understand is a lot of the founding fathers understood uh, England, understood our common law, understood we had a constitution. For example, your Second Amendment is our Fifth Amendment. We have an English Bill of Rights that is still in force. We have a Declaration of Rights, which is the equivalent of your uh, Declaration of Independence. It is, it is all predating the Acts of Union when the British were created, and they created that to try and subvert the English constitution and the rights of the English that we won via the glorious revolution, right? So again, once people start to learn what has actually gone on, they're lying to you about history. They're lying to you about virtually everything. And the BBC is British. It's a propaganda machine uh, and it pumps out. They're now uh, well, they have been since 1981. They, they created something called the British Nationalities Act. Uh, and what they done was erased England and erased the English national identity, although it goes against um, the UN Declaration on Indigenous Rights, 2007. We are a protected culture and a protected nation, yet, when we went to uh, create this English Constitution Party, I was asked to do this because I've had a number of channels and I speak about English history. For example, it was England uh, that freed the slaves, and people don't know that. It wasn't, Brit yep. it wasn't the British. Right. The British wanted to carry on. They wanted to carry on with slavery in the colonies. And then basically it went round to the colonies. That if you get to England, English common law... God's law forbids slavery, right? So the slaves started to, to, to come across and get to England. And when they touched our shores, our constitution, the English constitution and the English common law protected them. There was a particular, and this goes back right back to 1703, Sir John Holt, who was a judge then, basically talked about Negroes and basically said in the High Court, Listen, you cannot be a slave in England. You can be a villain, which is like a serf, but you cannot be, and you can never have been, a slave. It then progressed. There was a number of different people in the court cases, but there was one in particular, one in particular, and it, and it was called 
Somerset versus Stuart. And it was John Somerset, a slave, uh, a black guy. He'd already been beaten by his master, who just happened to be a British barrister. And he was put on a ship, a slaver ship, going to Jamaica. And they captured him in London, and they was taking him back. Another guy, a white guy, um, an English tradesman, a tailor, a, a, a normal everyday working person from the north of England, Durham. He stepped in, and they went to the High Court in England. And what they did was they issued something that you will be aware of. It's called a writ of habeas corpus, which is English, which means show me the body or give me the body, deliver the body to the court. And they chased this vessel down the Thames and into the estuary, and they caught up with it. They boarded the ship, and there he was, chained to the mask. And they said, release his chains. They released his chains. They put him back on the on the faster cutter. They took him back into London, and there ensued the uh, main case for slavery. It took three terms, nearly three quarters of a year, before the judge Lord Mansfield in seventeen seventy two. He kept telling the slavers, "Let free the slave, because if you don't, you're unlikely not going to like my judgment." And they refused to let the slave go. So the judge made his judgment. And during that case, the barrister for the black slave, Somerset, stood up and said to the judge, English air is too pure for any slave to breathe. Free the black. And the judge agreed. That reverberated around the colonies. And nearly 100 years later, it caused, believe it or not, the Civil War in America, because what you had with the Civil War were the rights for blacks. And often people misconstrue that blacks were, were downtrodden. There was obviously slavery, but there was also white slaves in America. There was white slaves in other colonies. Ireland was a slaver's nation where they took... People don't realise that in Ireland, um, St Peter, for example, sorry, St Patrick, he was actually a freed English slave. And, and they was actually trading slaves. So there's lots of history to this. And the English were taken slaves in the 1500s, 1600s, very early 1700s. And we was taken off as slaves to North Africa. So once people understand the real history of this, and again, getting back to Somerset, people don't realise that in America, there is an undercurrent of evil people that have continuously attacked the United States of America. And they are what we term as the British. In the South in particular, there were loyalists towards the British and the slavery. And that's where it continued. What people don't know is that with Paul Revere, uh, when, when he famously wrote to say with his lantern, the British are coming, the British are coming. There was another man that rode with him, a black man that rode in the opposite direction, warning others. And what people don't tell you, even in the 1700s, was that black man was a judge. He wasn't a slave. Mm -hmm. He was a judge. So, again, history and, and the context of what we believe in, yeah, in, in, 
in the real law, God's law, that protects us, all of us. The English Constitution exists. It's been completely erased by the British. So what we're saying is, as the English Constitution Party, as Christians, we are standing up and saying, void the Acts of Union, because that will completely erase the British. England will go back to its own parliament. England will go back to being a compliant nation, one nation under God, and that is a Christian nation. We tolerate other faiths, but our faith is the predominant faith. Amen. Yeah, you, you go back to stuff like uh, Oliver Cromwell. You're talking about some of this stuff with William, William Wilberforce as well, and and his long fight in that. You know, I, being a good little Southern boy over here, um, I don't believe that the the whole war of the war of Northern aggression—that's what we call it down south—was uh, about slavery at all. That became the political battle because many families down here, contrary to popular opinion, they took care of their slaves. Many of them treated them like family. Now, there was some there was some guys who did some bad things, that's true. And the Bible also provides for how we deal with slaves, just as it does how the slave is to deal with its master. And so people could, you know, if they had a debt, they didn't go to debtor's prison. They indentured themselves or they gave themselves over to slavery, if you will, towards a master that they owed something towards. So yeah. I, I, I want to make sure that we, we keep things separate there. And in this country, now we've got this thing, oh, you can't have indentured servitude, but boy, we can go draft your son and daughter and take them off to war for corporations and whatever our friends want. And 100%. Yeah. So so I, I know you get that because I can hear that coming through, but I just kind of wanted to you know, clarify some of that that was going on in the South. The fact of the matter is many, many of the, uh, the men wanted to see the slaves free. The problem was that if they freed them, there were other places that were using the law against that to go and enslave them again. And they figured, okay, wait a minute, at least we're caring for them. They, many of them were teaching the gospel, and they were calling them to Christ. That's how many of them ended up you know, the way they, the way they were. And now they, they're... they're, uh, they're the people, their progeny who's come behind them have assumed the victim mentality again. Oh, we need reparations for slavery. Well, you weren't even a slave, and neither were we slave masters. So, you know, what are we to do here? So they use that against us. So I, I want to make sure we're clear on that. But I agree with you that England was ones who were, who were fighting those things. And if you would, can you take just a couple of minutes, because you're making this distinction between English and British. And I got to tell you, I'm over here and don't know that culture as well. So I tend to intermix those things and I'm understanding that's a no-no. Can you help me and the people who are hearing what the distinction of those two things are? I would absolutely love to explain that to you. That is one of the main problems that the British have done throughout the world. They're very clever at what you would understand this projection. Evil people project things. So they project onto us English that we're racist just because we stand up for our flag. And by the way, behind my head is that dragon. What a lot of people don't realise is that dragon, that particular dragon, is the original English flag. The original English flag isn't the St George's Cross. It's the it's the dragon. That was the one that was taken as an, in a standard. But you've you've absolutely cracked it. What? Let me just, if I can, I will try. If I can, uh, host disabled. So I was trying to share a screen. It's easier for people to understand it if they visualise it. 
Okay, go ahead. So, you can you can do it. I didn't have that on, but go ahead and do it. Right. So hopefully, if I put this on screen free, yep, you should there you see go. this. Uh, and what you should be seeing in front of you, I don't, oh yeah, I can see it now. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit this, and and you should see the effect. Okay. Yep. The blood dripping down into a Soviet Britain. Right. So, so basically, the British are sort of these backstabbing, betrayer, treasonous rascals who want to bring in communism. Is that is that a pretty clear? Exactly that. Okay. And, and what we've got is a British Parliament because so the so the union of the crowns happened in 1603. So there isn't a, a disillusion of the crowns. And, and there's two arguments whether you want to be a constitutional republic or a constitutional monarchy. We are not, and nor are you, a constitutional democracy. That doesn't That's exist. right. That's exactly right. The, con- the constitution is the law of the land and the highest law of the land, right? So that means politicians. So one of the issues you've got and we've got is that the people going in to the Senate and going into the House of Representatives are no longer abiding by their oath to God and their country, right? Our constitutions are bound by God and bound by oath, and that comes from England, right? So just, just to make sure people understand this, if you was to say, so let me just say that Stalin, for example, and by the way, the Soviet system was put in place by the British, right? So Stalin was the czar or, or the commissioner of identity. You could not be Russian or you could not be Polish or you could not be Romanian. Uh, you, were, you were a Soviet, right? So this fake state was created by the Soviet Union, and it was more or less a replica of what the British had done. The point is, when when it all collapsed, and it will collapse because it's communism, when it collapsed, what happened? Well, first of all, you should never, ever call a Russian a Soviet. You shouldn't call a Polish person a Soviet. And it's the same with the English. Don't call us British because we're English, and our identity has been stolen by the British and these evil people that are within not only the parliament, but the layers of bureaucracy that are permanently there, that no one ever votes in. They, they are in there, and there's many people I could mention on, on your side of the pond and, and our side of the pond. But the main point of this is that we are English. So... Just to give you an example, there is an island not far from the United States of America, and that island contains two nation states that are recognised by the United Nations. One of them, which is basically communist or socialist, is called Haiti, and the other one is the Republic. Um, I forget what the last name of it is. It's it's, it's, It's basically... The Dominion Republic. So you've got an yeah. island with two nation states, right? One of them technically is a free market economy and the other one is a socialist. You've seen what's gone on on the socialist side, so you can see yep. the socialism don't work. It's like looking at Cuba and looking at Venezuela. We've got the same situation here. England is a 
conservative. And what I mean by that is law-abiding, God-fearing, if you want to call it that. Uh, We are a nation of working people. And And then it's always been that way. And then you've got Scotland, which has basically become socialist, extreme socialist. The Scottish National Party are socialists. Um, during the Second World War, a lot of people don't realise that the SNP were actually collaborating with the Nazis. Um, again, the Republic of Ireland, people don't realise that Sinn Féin and the IRA, were, and the IRA in particular, their Green Book, they are sworn to socialism. So they are basically communist revolution fires. And then you've got the, the Welsh, which are played Cymru, just to give you an example, um, a separatist group. Again, socialists. So the, the nation that is standing against, because it has common law, Scotland has something called Roman law, Europe has, in the main, uh, Napoleonic law, France has Napoleonic law, which is Roman law, and these other nations, the biggest export from England to the world, and I've got to t- say this to everyone, um, was really to America and the rest of the world, which was the English language and the English common law. And to the United States of America, you codified, your founding fathers codified our extended common law constitution, and by the way, we've got many constitutional documents, including, like I said, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Rights, the Act of Settlement. The Act of Settlement is where you get certain elements in. So, for example, you cannot be in America. You To be president, you must be born in America. That's right. That comes from the Act of Settlement of 1701 in England. And people don't realise the, the deep connection between the two constitutions. And we are under attack. And when I say we, the British attacked you again in 1812. And I just want to make sure everyone's clear. When you talk about what's gone on in this current election period with President Trump, Joe Biden, etc., I'm telling you now, the people that are right at the core of that are the British. Right at the core of it. Is this uh, now? Would this be what you would consider when people bring up the deep state? They're the guys pulling the strings behind the the empty suits that we're seeing. Is that what? Is that? I, I just want to make sure because that's the language that gets used here. I know what's going on with it. I just still think we need to just deal with the the, the suits who are there. We've got the means to bring justice, and that's the one thing that's being left off is the issue of justice. Yeah, and the problem. So getting back to this. The only way of explaining this to you is, is by looking at a previous example. And the previous example, everyone out there at the moment is, is turning on Russia. I'm certainly not. Putin may be an operator. He may be very shrewd. He may have been in the KGB. I can tell you now, the man believes in God. His army now, the first time they go anywhere, they put up a church. That is not fantasy. That's what they do. They are no longer communists who do not believe in God. Putin believes in God. And I believe that that man is standing up for his nation against the evil that are trying to destroy Russia. Let me just say this to you, and it's really important that people understand. What did the Russians do when the Soviet Union fell? This is crucial. I'll tell you what they did. They purged the Soviet 
judiciary. They purged the Soviet judges. In this country, in England, every one of our courts has a British judge, not an English judge. Mm. They are no longer trained. They stopped training judges in England on the Constitution in the early 1970s. Come on. They removed it from the bar exams. Yep. They removed it from the curriculum. They stopped teaching children in this country that we had a constitution and we have a constitution and we have laws that protect us. They stopped teaching the kids. And one of the things that you said earlier is you must teach your children. I teach people and I teach people about the English constitution and I teach people about the power of prayer. I died. I was in a coma. They said I was brain dead when I was 24. They said I'd never walk again. They said I'd never speak again. They come for my organs. I had two little chick kids. I had encephalitis. I was dead. And I crossed to the other side. And I see my mum who died a year before. And God bowed his head. And he listened. Because thousands of people all over the world was praying for me. And my mum was crying. And she pointed, there was two doors. And she said, go back through that door. Don't go back through that door. And what happened? God looked up and he pointed at the same door as my mum and said, go back through that door. And I went through that, back, back that, through that door. And I come out of that coma. I could talk, I could walk like there was nothing wrong with me. And then I found out there were Christians all over the world praying for me. Yeah, amen. amen. You've got to understand that we have been brought together as Christians to take the world back from the evil. Come on. Come on, you, you, brother, you're going to preach here on me, and I like that. I like that fire because this is the message of the Sons of Liberty. It is not a defeatist, the world's going to hell in a handbag. Yeah, it looks like that, but the people who are of faith see with eyes of what? Faith. Faith of the promises of God that all of the land, all of the technical, technology-driven you know, land, too, all of that, is under the crown rights of none other than King Jesus, whom our forefathers upheld. There is no king but King Jesus. That's it. And their appeal was always to heaven. It wasn't to the government. It was to, it was to heaven. And, you know, I, I'm totally with you in that. And that's where we've got to be driven back. But see, I'll, I'll tell you, in America, people will give lip service to God, lip service to Jesus. But then when it comes to the practical matters of how we're going to do all this, how we're going to bring it back, it's not about justice. It's not about the gospel. It's not about discipling the nations according to all Christ commanded, which is part of the Great Commission. It's about, well, who can? who's the guy we're going to put in there? And, and I see the idolatry, whether it's Obama, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden or whoever it is, the idolatry in a man. And it's like, no, 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 at least under our Constitution, and I'm assuming it's very similar to yours, the people, the people are the, the rightful sovereigns, if you will, to, exactly. to one self-govern, govern in the home. That's their jurisdiction of their families, govern in their churches. That's not the role of the state. That's the role of, of the men of God who've been set apart to do that. And then be the impact and the influence and those who are used even in the civil sphere. And we learn those 
precept upon precept, step by step, as we go from individual to family to church to to civil government. And we've we've lost a lot of that too. We we've lost a lot of it in the teaching of our constitution, of our history, of the Bible. You know, it wasn't too long in the fifties, high schoolers had to go through Old and New Testament courses in order to graduate. And, you know, we see Ronald Reagan, who everybody says is the great conservative, this, that, and the other. He's the guy who signed with the Soviets to bring that kind of Soviet-style education into our system, and we're seeing the fruit of it now. I'm sure you guys have something very similar there that's happening. And so, you know, the Bible says, how can God—God cannot bless a people in a land of forgetfulness— he says in Hosea, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, specifically of his law. And so what are we seeing? We're seeing ourselves overrun by tyrants, making up laws at a whim, making crimes out of things that are not criminal, whether you don't have a face mask, if you're, if you're protesting with too many people, all these kinds of things that, that are God-given liberties that we have, and they're doing that. So in essence, what you're trying to do is you're trying to point people back to the law because the law, one, is supposed to be that which drives us to Christ. That's the first thing. And second of all, in put, holding up the standard of the law, it's not sort of syrupy, amorphous kind of stuff like we might tend to be tempted to be. It says, this is wrong, and here's the punishment for it. And you're sitting there holding that law up saying, this is what we need to be looking for, if I'm understanding you correctly. Absolutely correct. Amen. And, 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 and again... Um, what we've got is this group of people, uh, most of them affirm, it's, it's, it's called, they do not take the oath uh, to God, uh, to country. Um, and again, it goes back to the oath system. Well, how can, you, how can you have a parliament or, in your case, Congress and um, representative of the people if they, if they, are, if they are not? The, the system is built on the oath system. The, the system is built on your belief in God and there being the superior authority, you know, that, that we abide by God's laws. And if you're not going to take an oath to that, if you're going to affirm or you're going to be some other religion that, you know, doesn't, that doesn't believe that, then you're, you're destroying your country internally. And that's what these people are doing. And just to get you back to, to um, Canada, Right, so you've just shown at the, at the front of this um, episode, Canadian children and the truckers. The, I mean, does, is everyone aware that Trudeau is basically a Fabian? His father was a Fabian. Does anyone know what the Fabian yep. society is? Yep. The Fabians. So, that, so over three hundred and fifty of our members of Parliament in that Parliament are Fabians on both sides of the bench. So, the Labour Party that you call Democrats and the Conservatives—they're not Conservatives; they're Tories. Yeah, and they're controlled got, opposition is what they are. <laughs> they're, they're, first of all, they're all British, and the second, which is even worse, is that. They either belong to the Milner Group or the Fabian Society. So the Fabian Society are committed Marxists. What 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 is their emblem? Their emblem or their logo? They're telling you what they are. Their emblem is a wolf in sheep's clothing. And then there's this stained glass window in the London School of Economics that shows you the Fabians beating the world into the shape that they want it in, in, in their shape, an evil world. 
And people have got to understand who these people are. I've been told, whether it's true or not, that Obama and the Clintons are Fabians. Yep, I've heard so that you, too. So, so we, we're all understanding. And by the way, uh, you're talking about someone, Tony Blair is a Fabian, an executive uh, of, of the Fabian Society. Um, one, one of his cohorts actually stood up on TV. They was asked a question by, about God. And the, guy, and the guy stood up in front of the nation and said, we don't do God. So, so you've got this group of people that are in, in charge and, and controlling everything about us, getting back to the vaccines. These vaccines are not just, first of all, they're not, not vaccines, not in the, the real sense of the word. It's gene therapy. So it changes your genetics. Why do we need to change the genetics that God gave us as individuals? We don't. And, exactly. So no one should be taking anything that changes the way God made you. It's just, it's just it, is a, it is a sin to, to do what they're doing, and yet they're still doing it. We now know that there's many issues with heart attacks, uh, strokes, um, fertility issues. They're putting this stuff into, into children. It is completely experimental. And again, this is what this is about. And we've got a freedom rally. Kate uh, Sharamami is going to be there speaking. And this is this Saturday on the 29th. Yep, we're going to cover that. We're going to cover that live on the radio. So I think you guys are starting about one o'clock there. Is that right? Uh, it is. So it starts at 12 noon. Okay. It starts at 12 noon, and that's South End on Sea. And I'm actually standing as a candidate. We've got people canvassing, delivering leaflets. We've got digital vans going out with our images. Um, the BBC, I sent you a quick link. I've done a 34-minute video with the BBC and basically said you are complicit in murder. Um, and, and this parliament is murdering English men and women. And by the way, people, just to make sure you're all clear on this, over 50% of the people that are dying in ICUs all over the world are black and brown people. And the reason why it disproportionately affects them is because they can't make enough vitamin D, right, because of where they are in the world. In other words, if they're not in India or, or Africa and getting the sunlight that their body is adapted to, and that's what the skin pigmentation is there for, they can't make enough vitamin D. So the simplest thing would have been since we supplement with, with vitamin D. And yet no government, well, one government did it, Sweden. Uh, and they've got the, the, the lowest uh, rate of deaths and they had a completely open society. So we're, we're seeing all of these reasons. And I just want to make sure I say this to everyone. This, this rally is really important. And the reason for it is because Sir David Amos, who was the MP there, was murdered. He was stabbed to death um, by uh, allegedly a jihadist. Yeah, and I hear he was a good man too. He was. I had a lot of respect for him. He, even though he was a Tory, he was a working-class Tory. So I had a lot of respect for him. The Tories basically pushed out all the local candidates and put their man in, right? Well, it's not a man, it's a lady. Um, and this person has failed in every attempt to get in. So... The Labour Party or the Democrats are not standing out of respect, so they say, um, and 
the Lib Dems are not standing. Another group, and by the way, they're nearly all Fabians as well. So what you've got there is us standing, and there's a couple of other parties there, but we're standing. But because we're pushing the freedom and we're pushing the rights of children, because what we're saying is you should not be doing this to children. You should not be injecting children. You should not be doing this. We have, under English common law, two things. One is you cannot coerce someone. It vitiates consent. The next thing you need in English common law is you need to have informed consent. And informed consent is is a must that you must tell them about alternative treatments and you must tell them all of the risks associated with what you are putting forward. They're not doing that. They're covering the whole lot up, but we've got it out there. We're telling people there's a a paper out there called Delight Magazine. It's fantastic. Uh, And again, we've got adverts in that. Thousands of copies are being distributed in South End. But the rally this Saturday is so important because we know the Tories are terrified. When we've got over a million people on the streets on, on London rallies, South End is, is literally 40 minutes away from London. Most of them people come from what's known as the home counties. The home counties means Kent, Essex, Middlesex, Hertfordshire, Surrey. So all of them areas in Sussex, those people and many people from the north of England are all coming down into London. But many, many people are coming along and they're coming to listen to to hear Kate speak, myself speak and one other speak. It's going to be fantastic. But the Tories are terrified because they can't stop it. Yeah, well, we're we're going to cover some of that. Now, I'll, I'm going to try to get with Kate, and the problem I have is teeing up when she has somebody videoing. i got to be looking out for when that video feed comes through. But we're going to try to cover some of that on the radio show on Saturday because we start at 8, which is 1 o'clock your time. So I'm probably going to have to, I guess, go to bed a little uh, an hour early or something uh, and get up for that on Saturday because Friday night I usually stay up a little bit late with some of my kids. Uh, but you know, we'll, we'll do whatever we got to do to try to get that. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, there, there's so much that, boy, it sounds like we could take several hours and we could go through history. And I see the things you're putting forth. You know, I'm thinking of people like Oliver Cromwell, uh, in your history who, you know, he, he wanted people just to obey God. And he wanted to give the king every opportunity, even when he was fighting him. He was calling them to repentance. The king wouldn't do it. And so finally, the people just had enough of it, and they cut his head off. And I think I think that really bothered Oliver that they had to go to that extreme to do it. But it was like, you know, you can't you can't be king and inviting, uh, you know, our our enemies. At that time, they were seeing the Roman Catholics coming into a Protestant country. And he's saying, no, 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 you can't do that. You're undermining what what keeps us free. And uh, so we, we have people like that. We've seen, uh, obviously, in Scotland, people like William Wallace. We've seen our forefathers here in the States. Um, and we could probably go around in different countries, and we can see the same thing. What was driving that that movement for freedom, not for Marxism, but for freedom, real freedom uh, and, and liberty, was a Christian mindset. And, uh, you know, England has a very rich history in that. And, of course, they got caught up in some of the stuff that's very popish with the church there. And I think that was some of the issues that that they experienced, which Satan always does what he does. He's going to come and he's going to undermine what somebody starts as good, whether it's the church or whether it's some, some movement. He's always looking to infiltrate it 
and turn it from light into darkness. And uh, and the people have to be vigilant about that to to see yeah. what's going on. And I think this is, I think what we're seeing now, both in your country and ours, with these shots and things. I've wondered in my mind, Lord. Why don't we have anybody sending Navy SEALs to take out the domestic terrorists that people have allegedly elected here in the in the United States? Why are we Why are we focused now? We're we're getting our attention over on Russia while we're being invaded from the south. You know they don't want us to ever look at the tyrant that's in our backyard. They always want to point the finger and make somebody else the bad guy. Which nine times out of ten, the United States has put that person in power anyway, so they already yeah. knew it. And and that's a real problem, but but it seems to me that you're out there to try to educate the people, to remind them of their history, to remind them of their duty before God. And this was one, I think it was David Kurtz when we had him on, you know, I asked him about guns, I asked him about militia, I said, I see all these police and they're just, they're they're acting tyrannically against the people when it should be the other way around. And of course, I guess David had not been taught in those things, but I see that so clearly. I'm fine with defunding the police, but the people are going to have to step up and do their duty as the militia, who are the law enforcers, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. Anyway, with that said, we got about a minute and a half here, and uh, do you want to leave people with a final word here, Graham? All I will say is I want the American people to understand that there is a massive difference between British and English. Your brothers and sisters over the pond are the English, the Scots, the Welsh, and the Irish. They are not the British. The British have always attacked your nation, and they are doing it again. And you need to go back to the founding fathers. You need to go back to your faith, and you need to go back to the Constitution of the United States of America, which was put in place by God himself. It is God's law. Amen. Well, we need to get back to those things. And, you know, the Constitution isn't going to enforce itself here any more than it is in England. Uh, And that's the people. The people have to be the instrument of enforcement for those things if they want to remain a free people, that is. Now, if you guys want to check out Graham and... um, and what he's doing, it's EnglishConstitutionParty.com, EnglishConstitutionParty.com. And uh, Lord willing, we're going to have, we're going to be hearing from Graham, we're going to hear, hear from Kate, maybe some others on Saturday when we do the show there. Uh, as we're, I think she said, Charlie's going to film for us so that we can bring that on. So you guys be sure to tune in Saturday morning, 8 a.m., okay, and we'll do that. Graham, I'll say goodbye to you after I close out the show here. Guys, don't miss Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern today. You got him... Or, no, 3 p.m. Eastern today. Tomorrow will be two hours on Saturday. Anyway, and then we'll be back with you Saturday morning, Lord willing, 8 a.m. See ya.